Hello, everyone, and welcome to Next Generation Saints. I'm your host, Nick Coons. So I'm still working on another podcast that's designed to really kind of lead us into who Jesus Christ is, whatnot, from conversations I've been having this week. But I also wanted to cover, particularly just today on a quick podcast, about Russia and the United States nuclear war and what's kind of what we're looking at. <clears throat> now, I know you probably heard about it, and it's probably hard to get any good information. So what I try to do is bring you relevant information, even if I don't bring up the Bible immediately. So this podcast is not going to be about the Bible. It's just going to be about information I found out. So when I was at work a couple of days, uh, I think it was like yesterday, I was, I've been hearing a lot of stuff. I'm trying to keep up about nuclear war, you know, what's the possibilities, what's been going on, because there's a lot of tension going on right now in um, between Russia, NATO, United States. Um, and Putin has been threatening nukes. And nukes have been moving around a whole lot right now. Um, so I decided, let's see, is there a plan behind this? Because I think about it quite a bit, to be honest with you. I've been thinking about what would it be like if a nuke were to go off? Where would it, I live in Phoenix? Where would it hit? Um, I don't take the threat of nuclear war very um, passively. Um, the reason I don't take these things passively is... Due to past experiences with underestimating our enemies or underestimating Russia, last year I was working over at the Marriott, and I remember very clearly seeing on the news about, oh my gosh, um, uh, Russian soldiers have um, been placed across the border of Russia and Ukraine, and that the embassy had told, excuse me, had told American citizens and American contractors to, to leave the country immediately. And I remember hearing from a lot of people, nothing was going to happen, right? Oh, Putin's, Putin's not crazy enough to invade Ukraine. He's not going to invade the Ukraine. I heard this repeated over and over in my, with my family, with friends, with um, different podcasters. The only ones I heard that were saying that it's most likely going to happen were Alex Jones and Info Wars, uh, Glenn Beck program with Glenn Beck. And I remember hearing about this, even Ben Shapiro was mentioning something about like, it's possible, but he was like, it's really bad if he does. So we had two giant schools of thought. Now, when I heard it from family, friends, and people, I kind of almost call sheep, is they assume that we all, all in the world share this Western ideology, Ameri- I call it the Western American ideology, which is, you know, uh, nine to five job, you uh, no one wants war, no one wants to do this. And I find that we underestimate, these people underestimate our enemies very greatly. And so when I saw the um, troops lining up, I said, man, this this feels like it's an invasion. Like he's getting ready to attack. Why is he getting ready to invade Ukraine? And then again, I heard like two nights, even the night before the invasion, nothing was going to happen. They weren't going to invade. No, no. This was a military exercise, nothing big. And what happened? Russia invades Ukraine. So I look into this. I go, okay, now with, I mean, fast forward now. Where there's, where there's nukes being transported to the um, close to the border of Poland, and 
um, NATO is now conducting mili- um, military exercise, well, military exercises, new nuclear exercises. Russia, at some point this month, is supposed to conduct their nuclear exercises. I actually was reading um, on Sunday, I read an article from CNN. I know, God forbid, I was on that website. And CNN had made a big headlines. NATO and Russia are suspending um, their nuclear exercises uh, due to the immense tension that was going on. And that was echoed by a lot of different news sources, MSNBC, CBS, um, NPR was echoing this. They were all echoing this in one way, shape, form, or kind, right? And so I started reading these articles to see, okay, wow, is there something there? But I noticed something about these articles. All of them said pretty much the same thing. It was a presupposition. It was simply going, well, you know, we think they're not going to do this. Well, you know, blah, 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 blah. Some expert in the military said they're going to not do it. But nothing in those articles were actually like an ambassador or some sort of official who was stating, no, we speak for the Putin. We speak for the United States. We speak for NATO. We have suspended all the accounts until further notice due to tensions they're building right now. Really, you know, basically saying this is a really bad idea to do this exercise. We're just gonna, we're gonna let the air, you know, we're gonna let the the flames go down. We're gonna clear the air a bit, so to speak, before anything is to happen. And I remember not reading any of this. I was like, wait a second. And then I, I sent something in the air. Like I was just like, we're go, I would go home with my wife. I got this really weird feeling, like a decision had been made. I told my wife this. I'm like, I sense this. This is what was really thick out of nowhere that a final decision has been made, and it's not a good final decision. And sure enough, the next day, I'm reading through articles because I, I get to my HVAC job, and we're waiting around really fast. I'm looking for the orders and whatnot, and I decide, okay, I'm going to look at it see what's going on. Well, I read um, – oh, gosh, where was it? I think it was um, BBC or something like that. And they've come out and said that NATO – has officially begun nuclear exercises, nuclear war exercises. And then I read about how, I think Boston, Massachusetts, no, uh, Delaware, sorry, um, Delaware was starting to hand out um, potassium iodine medication. And that Arizona government websites were starting to say, you should probably buy potassium iodine medication, like pills on Amazon. And I started reading about this and reading about this and hearing about it. I found out that the UK and the Netherlands and Sweden were handing out potassium iodine. These, this stuff, potassium iodine, for you who are listening may not know, goes to your thyroid. Now, it does, it's not a fail-safe against radiation. It's not like a bulletproof vest against it and it won't cause you know, anything. Potassium iodine will help prevent your thyroid from um, absorbing radiation and leading to cancer. It helped prevent it, but it's not an ultimate cure towards it. There's also different kinds of iodine medication that one can get, like a liquid liquid iodine medication that one can have for severe uh, uh, radiation exposure. And so all these things are pointing out, like, wow, these, you know, and I read about this going, what in the world? Are you guys preparing for nuclear war? Because that's what I'm, I'm, I'm reading the tea leaves here, so to speak. I'm reading the signs 
And it doesn't seem like anything's cooling off. So when I read about the exercise taking place, NATO is now doing the exercise. They're flying bombers over Russian airspace. They're getting they're, these bombers can hold nukes in it. I'm looking, going. This is a symbol of war. This is not someone cooling anything off. And so I remember telling my wife Felicia about this. I said, "Hey, babe, I think," and, and she agreed with me. This sounds like they want war. More and more, I'm reading about how this sounds more like nuclear war. Now, it's ironic because I, I see the people who don't really care about what's going on, who are more terrified of COVID, I think they got their their um I think they got their priorities backwards because it's like I'm not nervous about COVID anymore. Not even close. Um I'm more worried about the potential of nuclear war. So as I'm reading about it over the next few days and then yesterday finally uh, no it was uh yesterday and today I went onto Twitter. I'm rarely on Twitter. I'm um I go on there every once in a while and I follow like Elon Musk on there because I like to hear what Elon Musk has to say. I don't agree with everything he's ever said, but I'm a big, I'm a big supporter of hearing people's positions. And so there was some sort of independent journalist who wasn't working for a big newspaper or big, uh, you know, big journal uh, um, news organization. And they had stated about how um, what's, what's going on here. So President Biden had come out because this guy said that there was um, there was um, something that leaked out from the White House, kind of like a whispers, like a rumor, and it was confirmed that Joe Biden will not negotiate with Russia. He's not willing to sit down at a negotiating table with Putin. I was like, okay, not good. But he also the White House also recognizes that there is no winning in a nuclear war, which is the same position. JFK took the same position Ronald Reagan took that if nukes were used, no one's going to come out on top. Like in a war, you're trying to figure out a way to have victory in a war. And so what I come across is there's no winning to this. So what do we get? So then the big question that came up and even Elon Musk asked and this journalist asked, and it was the same thing I was asking myself was, okay, so what's the next step? You know, you're not going to talk to Putin. You're not willing to negotiate with Putin. Gotcha. So what's what's your goal here? Like what what what's the what are you planning to do? And then a little thought little thought experiment popped in my head. I'm like, wait a second. I I, I understand what's going on here. Either the the idea is to super top secret, or more likely than not, and Musk pointed this out in a second tweet, and I agreed with him. There is no plan. The man who can barely read a teleprompter says my butt's been wiped and doesn't seem to know, can't even find which way to walk off stage, has no is at the height of a cold war with America. We're at the height of a cold war right now here in America with Russia, with the nukes being pointed at each other, ready to fire off. And this man has no idea what he's doing. I mean, I don't even think he knows where he is. I, don't, I think we all noticed that. I'm looking going this is the this is a man who doesn't need to be in the position of uh of commander in chief. He has no clue. His administration has no idea what they're doing. They have no plan on what to do. So we're looking at a tense, extremely tense situation. And so now my first thoughts were, okay, well then, you know, this would be a perfect time for Putin 
or Xi Jinping in China, who's very, getting ready to invade Taiwan, what's their next move? Putin, I mean, Biden isn't willing to talk in negotiations. Even though he's like, we're going to negotiate. He's not willing. He doesn't want to sit down and negotiate. And they know they're not going to win a nuclear war. So who's the crazy? So what's the next move and who's crazy enough to do it? Is Putin wanting to sit down and talk? If he's not willing to sit down and talk, is he willing to fire the first shot? Is NATO in a position, if NATO is practicing it, I mean, I was talking, when I talked to my wife about this, she said, well, many people think that, oh, he launches a nuke, we'll just blow it out of the sky. But I'm like, that's not how this is going to work. I mean, it's my, my, my opinion is that's not how this is going to work. I don't believe Putin is just going to launch one ICBM with a nuke on there and go, ha ha, and it blows up. I think what he's going to do is he has a crud ton of dummy missiles and a crud ton of real missiles, and he's going to launch them all at the same time. And then we're going to be scrambling to figure out which one's real, which one's fake. And then once we get over that, once we figure that out, then it's going to be, okay, how do you blow them out of the sky? Because the longer they're in the sky, the harder it's going to be. And the clock is ticking. So you're talking, it could be up to like 5,000 or 7,000, 10,000 missiles. ICBMs launching. How many other... um, surface-to-air missiles launching, you know, all the satellites tracking all these missiles at the same time, trying to distinguish which one's right. And even if you've got an ICBM that has nukes on it, there's not one nuke on it. It's several different nukes with several dummies inside the cone, like a bunch of little cones, like a little inside there. So that's what I'm saying. It's not as simple. And, that, and that's what gets me is when people say, oh, we'll just blow it out of the sky. I'm like, what? You don't know how this thing works. This would be the worst case scenario. You might stop a handful. You might be able to stop half of them, but the other half will still hit. And the other half will still cause annihilation. So again, it's which, what's the next move is a big question to be asking. What is the next move? Is it going to be Putin launching the missile, Putin not launching the missile? We sitting there doing what, what, what exactly is going to happen? Russia's almost bankrupt. China's going bankrupt. This war is not turning out how Putin wants at all. I don't believe he's just going to give up and go, well, my bad. I guess I'm going to recall my forces and whatnot. I don't believe he's going to do that. So now, and that's, that's my personal opinion. Now it's going to be, what's next? You know, like in the Matrix, when you have a bomb go off or something, it's like, they do a move, and all of a sudden, machines have to figure a way out. And then the guy goes, "Your move, Putin. Biden will not negotiate with you. He won't sit down at the table, and he knows nuclear annihilation will happen if he presses the button. So again, the only question is, what's the next move? It's food for thought, guys. Food for thought, huh?" So, until next time, we meet again. May God richly bless y'all, my dearly beloved.